right, and welcome back to the Horror Hours Podcast, the show with two horror authors discussing all things in the world of horror. I'm Zach Bohannon, and with me is Jay Thorne, and David Wright is here again. So, <laughs> how you guys Hello. doing? Hello. All right, I'm thinking you need to change your intro. I'm, I'm on so often, you should probably say two or three, maybe. Yeah. I almost said three to be honest with you, but you know, dude, I just got off vacation, so like, so give me a break. I'm 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 surprised I even remembered the intro. You're still <laughs> on vacation. Who are you kidding? Yeah, I actually I kind of am because I get a three day weekend, you know. So I'm I'm kind of sorta am. So, but uh, anyways, so how you guys doing, Jay? I'm doing all right, man. Doing good. I'm doing you, fine. Hurricane narrowly uh, avoided. So, well, it was avoided. It narrowly passed by me. So, we're good. I don't have any damage. My power is intact. Nice. Go that reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of the George Carlin joke. He was like making fun of terms, and he was like, you know, that was a narrow miss, and he's like, a narrow miss is a fucking hit. Right. You know. <laughs> but uh. But, but yeah, so we're glad to have Dave back on again. He filled in for me a couple weeks ago and talked about the invitation. Well, you were on vacation. Some of us some of us don't get vacations. That's all I'm going to say, Zach. I don't want to make you feel bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, Jay. Fuck you. Some of us care about our audiences. Jesus Christ. So. <laughs> anyway, so today, uh, today we brought Dave on because... Uh, you know, it may feel a little late to the party that we're just talking about this now, but maybe not because everyone's still talking about it. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about Stranger Things. So um, we've been trying to do this episode for a few weeks now, but you know, I've been on a four-week vacation apparently, so it's been all my fault that we haven't done it. So um, gotten around uh, the Caribbean. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I was at the beach. I was. I was actually down in Florida. So. Oh my. Yeah. You went to a beach in Florida? Are you all right? You get tested? You get Zika? <laughs> I, went, I went to a wedding in Destin on the beach. So oh, okay. Yeah, it actually wasn't bad. And then I went to Dauphin Island in Alabama, so which was really cool. Never Anyways, been. fuck, who cares? So, um, no <laughs> this one episode is brought to you by the Tourist Council of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, Anyways, so uh, Jay, uh, before we get into talking about Stranger Things, you got anything cool you've read or watched lately? And better not steal mine. Yeah, I won't because I just got this. I doubt you did. Um, I don't know if you guys can see it. It's this uh, hardcover book called Dystopia, and it's this like collection of different post-apocalyptic dystopian art. It's it's really cool. Huh. So I uh, just got it. Gonna check it out. Cool. Nice. What about you, Dave? You got anything cool you've watched lately or read or? I uh, watched. Uh, the Night Of on HBO. Oh, I heard that's awesome. Miniseries, very, very good. Uh, it's it's a mystery about a young man that's accused of murdering a girl, and you don't know whether or not he did it, and it all unfolds over eight episodes, and it's really damn good. And Omar from The Wire is in there, which is reason enough to nice. watch anything. Nice. Yeah, I read it. I read an article the other day about that where somebody was like, like I haven't seen it, but someone was like basically like, making the argument, like, please don't make a season two of this. Like, it was like, and I don't even know if that's possible, but it was basically like saying, you know, this is a perfect example of a show that, like, doesn't need a season two. Like, right. let it just be what it is. So I think they could do a season two. I mean, they could take... But should they? Uh, I, I with the difference, because if you take it, if you take the lawyer character that's played... Uh, now I forgot his name. I remembered it earlier when I was talking about him. John Turturro. If you took his character, you could easily put it with any other story. 
uh, and he is one of the central characters in there. And, and what's interesting about his character is that he has eczema on his feet. And he walks. He walks around in flip flops or sandals, uh, and like everybody's disgusted by him. And it's like the first time I've seen eczema like is a major part of a story. Like <laughs> they delve into the pain, and I and I have it sometimes uh, on my fingers, uh, and it's very painful, sort of embarrassing condition if you have it where people can see it. And uh, they really captured that in in a way that I thought was pretty damn good. It's like just an a bonus to the to the story. This episode brought to you by lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Just lotion. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do lotion. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna check those lotions. You got to do an unscented one, otherwise you'll have a, a major outbreak. <laughs> Pro tip there. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna check that show out. So. Uh, so yeah, as far as I go, uh, mine's a, I guess mine's a show too. Um, I did start reading it today. I'd never read it, which is crazy. Um, but I'm not far enough in to have an opinion yet. But uh, but uh, the strain season three starting. So that the strain started on Sunday night. And uh, Jay, did you finish the second season yet? No, not yet. Yeah, third season. It's like a totally different vibe. So good or bad? Like I don't know yet. Like um, I, I honestly don't know yet. Like. Um, I mean, that show hasn't had a huge audience, um, and we're going to do a show on it at some point. I don't, have you watched any of it, Dave? I've watched every episode, and I've had mixed feelings about it. Okay, yeah. So Jay's kind of was kind of the same way, I think. I love it, actually. Um, but but the third season, like... I thought it, two was better than one. Yeah. Yeah, I love the pilot, but mm-hmm. then I... Th- like, it's one of my favorite pilots ever. But, like, then the second season I thought was better. The third season, like... I don't know, like, they've only done one episode, so it's hard to tell, but they kind of, like, I don't know, they just changed, like, like, they changed the intro to the show. It's just, it's just weird. It's just kind of weird. They've done a couple one-off intro changes. Like, they had that one that had, like, the comic book intro. Yeah. I mean, this is, this isn't quite as drastic as The Leftovers, because that intro change was, like, very drastic when that happened. Like, on the the Another show that uh, was better with season two than one. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, and they're ending that after three seasons. But right. uh, but yeah, it's so it's it's cool. Like I read all the strain books, so I'm kind of interested to see how close they're gonna. They've stick to it really good so far. So um, if they stick to it for this season, it's gonna be really interesting to see where it goes because it's some pretty cool shit happens in the third book. So, yeah. anyways, that's my kind of cool thing I I'm, I wanted to mention. So so yeah. So Jay, uh, I know we got a couple other little things we gotta do real quick. So yeah, you know, we got a new Patreon. Yeah, uh, sort of a new Patreon. Just want to give a shout out to uh, to Colby R. Rice who upped her uh, contribution. So uh, thanks a lot. Helps the freight costs. We appreciate it. And uh, hey, definitely- nobody told me you guys are getting paid for this shit. I want some money too, man. <laughs> you mean that big wad of cash I sent to Redacted hasn't arrived yet? Oh, oh yeah, here it is. Okay, I got oh, it. Oh, there you go. All right, cool. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was for me to be quiet about that little thing with you and never mind I won't. It was, it, it was for a case of lotion, but it seems like you're already <laughs> set there. So, uh, also gonna give a shout out to our our uh, our sponsors over at Crystal Lake Publishing. We get uh, Devourer of Souls by Kevin Lucha is the book uh, we're talking about this week. Gotta check it out. It's uh, part of his Clifton Heights mythos. Uh, Sheriff Baker and Father Ward and a and a pool and. Uh, got some cosmic horror in it so definitely support Crystal Lake Publishing Joe is uh, Joe's making the leap to go in full-time publishing and he needs your help so get over there and buy some books 
Cosmic horror. I've lived some cosmic horror. <laughs> awesome. All right. Awesome, yes. We'll have all the links and stuff in the show notes for that. So uh, thanks, Crystal Lake, again, and go check that out. So, um, so, yeah, so let's talk about Stranger Things. So, Jay, you uh, want to kind of get break down what Stranger Things is about? No, no, I'm kicking it to David this time because you guys oh, always fuck you. Fuck when I do that. <laughs> David, uh, you want to tell us about Stranger Things? Sure. I have a I have a quote from Carl Sinclair about Stranger Things, what he thinks. So Yeah, what did he think? Meh? He, he <laughs> thought it... He, he thought it was cliche. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Carl was wrong. Yeah. But He's an asshole. Carl's wrong a lot. So. That was just a... He and I had a thread going on, on Facebook, and uh, that was one thing he said, and I told him he was wrong. It so wasn't cliche. Him. He just didn't get it. And that's fine. It's not for everybody. It's for people with discerning tastes. And Carl <laughs> does not have discerning tastes. <laughs> Amen. I mean, Carl and I like a lot of the same things, but there's some things that we diverge on, and in those areas, I'm always right, and he's always wrong, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, he needs to get Smug Life tattooed on his knuckles, <laughs> so, for sure. It's an but, homage. It's an homage to everything that was awesome about the 80s, and it was really, really... Uh, it, 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 from the title, the title alone is like Stephen King's old font, uh, or pretty close to it, the ones he used yeah. on his books. And it, it's, it's, a, it's a story about a group of uh, boys that are friends, and it opens up with them playing Dungeons and Dragons. One of them leaves the house and goes missing. And it's and from there it diverges into like a few different threads going on. And I, I love I love when stories do that when they can juggle them all in a very good way. And and they handle them. I mean, it goes into very supernatural territory. It goes into very familiar territory. I mean, I can understand people saying that it is cliche, but to me. Cliche is usually a negative connotation. I th- I think it is more of an homage to to awesome things, and they back it up with great storytelling, great uh, great acting, and great characterization, and all of these things make it rise above the sum of its parts. If 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 anybody else had done this show, uh, it could have easily come off as very hackish and oh okay, this is just a retread of everything. But this was done deftly and masterfully, and it's a beautiful damn thing. And the soundtrack is gorgeous, too. Yeah. All right, yeah. so thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> I want to say something real quick, because I know Jay probably wants this to This episode in. brought to you by carlwaswrong.com. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, one, one, it, it's funny, Dave, like you said, that if anybody else wrote it, like, like it, dude, it actually felt like, like something that you guys could have written over at CI. Like, I've had really, several people email me about that. Hey, have you seen this show? This is so something guys would do. And I'm like, oh, seriously. No wonder Carl it, hates me. <laughs> it was almost like, I mean, because like it kind of, I don't know. It wasn't real. like, it's kind of like, like I could see you guys writing something like that because of white space, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, because it just, it just kind of, I don't know. And, and with Sean, I know he loves Spielberg and stuff. So like, I totally could have seen you guys. That's what I thought when I was watching. I kept saying like, man, this really feels like this is something that Dave and Sean could have well, written. The thing... It, it when we get further into Karma Police, you'll see that there are some similarities there as well. Nice, that's cool. But uh, but yeah, Jay, did you want to jump in and say something? You look like you're kind of. Uh, yeah, I mean, before we get into some specifics, I think just to add on to what what uh, Dave said, there's also the the 80s the 80s nostalgia. It was done perfectly, and I, I because I think Dave and I are about the same age and. And yes. 
And I remember... 21. 21, exactly, right. Yes. And I remember the 80s very well. I know what I'm being... I know when it's pandering. And uh, and this was not pandering. This was this was done with out of a lot of respect and authenticity. And, and it wasn't too much. And so that's a whole other layer on top of the show that for me and people my age were way older than Zach. Uh, we really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't Zach, get it. like 15. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. I was just, <laughs> but, like, you're, you're waiting for that 90s one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some new kids. No, not even new kids. Backstreet Boys. There you go. Yeah, yeah. it opens. Up, it opens up with some kids like you know, listening to Allison Chains playing with Pogs. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting on for Magic: <laughs> The Gathering. Hey, if you something. don't think Winona Ryder's hot, then then you weren't a child of the '80s. So there. That was another one of Carl's complaints. He said that Winona Ryder was miscast. How is that? Oh, I didn't see I the know. rest of this thread. I only saw him say it was cliched. Yeah, it was <laughs> a thread was that was cast. on. Uh, it was a thread that was on my page. Yeah, we should just invite him on right now so we can just slam him. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, okay, probably... next week's show, Carl saying why he thinks the show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we can just shout him down. Hey, he wants to come on here, so maybe we can oh, just come on here and him. We should get him on here for real and just bitch at him about Throw this. down. We've, the gauntlet has been thrown down. <laughs> if, if, if he's, you know, you know, if he's a, a true geek and somebody that really, like, knows his shit, then he ought to be able to back up his words, right, by coming on here. Oh, I'm, I'm sure think. he would That's find a way challenge. to back up his words. <laughs> but... But yeah, like, and, 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 and I'd heard, and I don't, like, you know, I heard that they pitched this to a bunch of networks and couldn't get it, but I also heard, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that these guys wanted to do the It remake. So, like, when that didn't happen, they wrote this, which is, like, I could totally see that, you know? It, it's, um, yeah. It, it definitely has a Stephen King, Spielberg sort of vibe. Uh, yeah, the whole... Firestarter is, like, definitely an influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, and I mean it, it's just that whole coming of age, small town, you know, you know all that stuff. So, um, anyways, Jay, it's your job to get us back on track. So we need to, we need to. What do you want to talk about specifically? That's your job. Go. Well, I, 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 I'm learning. The more we do this, the less I think we should spoil. Every time I'm like, should we spoil? Everyone else is like, no, we're not going to spoil. So I don't know, man. Everyone's watching this. Yeah, well, I, mean, I don't think we should spoil it. We just talk. We could talk a lot about it without spoiling it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, what, let's let's talk a little bit about Eleven and um, okay. spoiler. Her power. <laughs> you know, she reminds me of the, the one of the Winona Ryder's first roles when she played like a tomboy of this. Uh, I, th- I think it was named Lu- Luca. Was the name of the movie? I think I don't remember. She played like this tomboy character. It looked a lot like Eleven in this. Um, at first, actually, I thought Eleven was a boy when yeah. uh, they first showed her, and I was surprised when the guy in the diner, you don't know, referred to her as a girl. Like, how can you tell? Yeah. I mean, because he had just met her. Um, it, that actress, Millie Bobby Brown, is her name. She was on a, a BBC show a year or two ago. Do you guys see that? I know which one you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, I do too, but it's I didn't about, see it. It was about aliens that like took over people's bodies, and she was like a bad guy, like like a. 
I, I, I didn't see the whole. I saw like the first two episodes, and I lost track, and then it was off the air. But I remember her role, and I didn't remember her at first when I saw her, uh, because she had like long blonde hair then. Mm-hmm. But she was creepy as hell in that show. She was like playing this like old man in a little girl's body, like cursing and stuff, and like immediately, like you know that okay, this is an actress that's got some chops, and I think she blew it out of the out of the park with this one. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a story uh, in in the UK news because she she was over in the UK for a while. Then she moved to Florida. Then I think she went back there. Basically, her parents uh, were trying to get her into acting, and like everything was falling apart. They were like close to bankruptcy. And I think she had read for a script the day that she got this role and didn't get it, and she was upset. And then she came back to read for this. Uh, I, I could be getting some of it wrong, but but it, it, it's a cool story. Like this girl, huh. this girl was like just about out of show business, and like she wasn't getting roles. And now, like I think everybody's gonna be knocking on her door. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, so would, would so was she your favorite character on the show? Well, she you know what I really liked about her character uh, is it was the tie to like this this parallel universe that's right up against ours. And I know that's a that's a really common I, I wouldn't even call it a convention, but I know that sort of the parallel universe thing, but having them like right up against each other. So I'm uh, trying not to spoil like you know there's this other world and it's it's really nearby. And her ability to sort of go back and forth between those two worlds I thought was just a really interesting uh, it, it was really interesting in the way she played it um, and how she talked about it like at first I thought at first I didn't think she was a human like I, I right. thought she was like a you know a machine or something so it was we still don't know for a fact yeah. well yeah yeah actually we do I forget we do okay I forgot about they, they do go into that a little bit so yeah yeah but it's she's really a really complex character and and crucial central to the to the whole story. I, I think a lot of what makes her one of the best characters is a she she has an innocence to her that like you just feel bad for the things that have happened to her because she's been abused by these people and that definitely pulls at your heartstrings. But also and maybe even more than that, there's this sense of mystery about her character. Like you don't know anything and that's always like that's the character that is most interesting the character you don't know anything about these the the kids i mean they're they're all great characters for different reasons but they're kids they got a pretty mundane existence until this odd thing comes into their life so it's hard to make a case for them being the most interesting characters because they're they're kind of boring in a lot of aspects but they they do you know they Kind of rally together, and there's there's a great theme of friendship in the in the show that I think is served pretty well, and it it feels like one of those movies that like you could definitely definitely enjoy as an adult. I think a lot of adults are enjoying because nostalgia is an easy sell, but I think it's also something that your kids would enjoy, uh, assuming you know the it's not too scary or there's not too much foul language. for your particular parenting style, but I think it's something that kids and parents, like kids of a certain age and parents, could definitely enjoy together. And there's not a lot of shows like that. No, I watched it with my son. I was going to ask thirteen and a half, and he yeah. loved it. And he, you know, and all the '80s stuff was completely lost on him. But so he was really, he just really enjoyed it for what it was and nostalgia aside. And we watched it together, and it was fantastic. 
But even with kids, though, like all, I mean, all this like 8-bit gaming is really coming back and stuff. So I think that a lot of these teenage teenage kids, like even though they weren't there, I think they appreciate it a lot more though than maybe we old guys want to say, you know. So, but uh, so yeah, you, cool. you brought up the kids, like, <laughs> like the, the the chemistry with those kids, like just, I mean, you could just tell those kids had a blast working on the show together. I mean, their their chemistry was was just was was awesome. Um, but uh, but I want to ask you, like, so actually, my favorite character on the show, probably, like, I really like the sheriff. Um, uh, how do you guys feel about his character? Loved yeah, him. Hopper. Yeah, and there was there there was mystery there too, because he had suffered a loss, and you didn't know. First, you didn't know if he's like you know good guy, bad guy. Yeah, um, I was gonna say that. And, and, yeah. yeah, there's definitely a lot of mystery around him, and I enjoyed that. But you. They they spell that out. They they don't give you all the details, but uh, enough of it to, that you really get a feel for him. And he he'd suffered a lot. And I think anytime you have suffering in character, that's 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 a win. <laughs> yeah. But then they put him with another character who is suffer, who's going through this a suffering, basically the same thing. You know the whole you know uh, I guess this is I don't know, loss of a child thing. You know I hope that's not too much of a spoiler, but. Uh, so yeah, that whole dynamic between between him and Winona Ryder, um, Carl's favorite actress, is really 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 good. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I thought his char- his character was awesome. So um, and I think and she then, did I a guess, great role. I don't know. What I do too. Carl's yeah, I, yeah. I thought she was. I thought she was awesome too. I mean, she's she's just enough. She's got just enough of that like vibe of being crazy in real life from stories you hear about her to where like her sight, you know going off the hook mom you know who's going through this thing like really she played it really really well so um what'd you guys think about the uh i mean the only other pov we're really missing i guess other than like the scientist or whatever is uh is the uh the teenage kids uh, i can't remember their names uh one well, writer's older son well, and then yeah, the, Jonathan. Jonathan yeah, Byer. yeah. What do you guys think about that whole storyline and plot? He's good. He he's like uh, it's like a misunderstood loner sort of character, and I definitely identify with that. Uh, <laughs> in school, uh, you get yeah. your camera broken in school like that one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I like the whole thing with the bullying, and I kind of like how they 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 played with expectations. Uh, there there were two sets of bullies. There was. The, the one guy and then there was like the little kid bullies and they went they went pretty much where I expected with one but not the other and and I thought that was a nice little twist how they played it up uh, but yeah this kid's going through some shit and and I think a lot of it is because you know his mother's an writer and then there's a father who's like out of the picture and he's kind of a scumbag you get the feeling and you see the effects of that on these these two kids one of the kids is or both of the kids seem like good kids that, that uh, one of the kids like has friends, but he doesn't. The older kid doesn't, and you could tell that, you know, this this uh, this separation, divorce, whatever, hit him harder than the younger kid. And uh, you you can tell uh, there, there, there's it feels real. It feels like a, a genuine backstory going on. Like there is this life lived before you started watching the show, and you, you come to care about the characters in a way that. Uh, you don't see a lot on mainstream television. Um, a lot of times, it feels like they're mailing it in, but there's a lot of good examples where they're not as well. I mean, I love yeah. television, so but, but they just did it well. I mean, it's just a perfect show, in my opinion. Yeah, 
Yeah, so, I, like that's a perfect, you know, Jonathan in when he's in his room um and with Will and they're listening to the Clash. Like that's a perfect example of like if if you if you know the Clash and you know punk rock and 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 you know the 80s, like that's not pandering. Like that really is an authentic part of the story and it and it kind of tells you a lot about Jonathan. Uh, as uh, Jonathan's character by the fact that he's playing in the Clash and not like Michael Jackson or something. And made him a mixtape. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Which takes a lot of, you know, that t- that took a lot of fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. I used know? to make mixtapes all the time. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I only so. did it for girls, and it never worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for this tape of your crazy, insane, angry feelings all in the cassette. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'm gonna file the restraining order now. It was all hair metal ballads. I, I, yeah. I was like, oh, that'll totally work. Yeah. After the third Dawkins song uh, in a row, she was okay. just like, uh, "Bullet Boy, smooth up in you" is not a ballad. I don't care ballad? what you say. No, it's Damn not it. a ballad. It's it's a pure stripper song. Still the night by White Snake. Is that a ballad? No. Uh, <laughs> mm, yeah, maybe a little Closer. more. Closer. Yeah. This is when pandering, I by the way. Now we're pandering. <laughs> <laughs> I used to no, I'm I, so no. This is gonna be when I worked at a, a music store. I used to sell uh, to a, a music instrument shop here in Nashville. I used to sell shit to Kip Winger, so because oh, yeah. he lives here in Nashville. So, yeah. but uh, all right. So I think like. Do you ever I, wonder how much shit he gets for writing a song called "She Was Only 17? <laughs> Like is that one of the songs he leaves off? Like when he's doing those those <laughs> tours now? Like she was only eighteen. She was legal, I swear. <laughs> yeah, but he's like fifty something now, singing about a seventeen. Yeah, like, like when he was like nineteen, he could get away with it. But now it's just a little creepy. <laughs> yeah, well, she's way older now, so whatever. Yeah, it, you know, <laughs> she's only forty-five. <laughs> Five more years till the ARP right. kicks in. <laughs> or is it 15? I don't even know. <laughs> We've destroyed yeah, this I show. I don't know that. <laughs> over. So. so much for Stranger no. Things. Yeah, so since most people probably just bailed, um, <laughs> I do, like, I mean, I, I know, Jay, that you didn't really want to talk spoilers, but, like, we're at the end of the show, and, like I said, people just bailed. Uh like I, I do want to ask you guys about the end of the show. Like, so is it cool if we do that real quick? Like, do we can make it quick? I think we gave enough notice, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Turn away if you don't want to know the the ending. Yeah. So, Goodbye. See you later. <laughs> so, like, there's obviously a couple, like, a couple of weird things happen. So, like, Hopper, you know, getting in that car, um, and and driving off, and then, of course, you know, later know on him that. walking. You already know what happened there. Yeah. Uh, they, they, I read okay. an interview. I read an interview in Entertainment Weekly. Oh, okay. Basically, they were talking about, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, that was just like the, the the cleanup of like the government coming in and saying, okay, this is the official story. This is what we're going to say happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he could yeah, be further compromised. He could definitely be further compromised. And I believe season two is jumping a year ahead, if I remember correctly, from what I read. So there's okay. going to be some stuff, and I like that because that's kind of what we do in our stories uh, sometimes, where you like leave a little bit of mystery as to what happened between the first and second act, and uh, sort of fill in the gaps. And, and I think done well, and I'm sure they can do it well because they fucking did it awesome the first time. 
uh, it, it'll have more mystery to it than if they just picked up like immediately afterwards. Mm. So and, I guess so I guess the real question is, you know, like what's up with Eleven and what's up with Will and like what's up with Eleven and that monster, you know, because there's a lot of theories about that, you know, and what's up with Will now, you know, like does he have those powers? Like I mean, you know, I mean, you guys have any thoughts on that or? I I think he is infected by this. This this thing, whatever it is, uh, and I think that's gonna be played up. I think you'll definitely have the government in another role, uh, different people perhaps stepping in, and they're gonna be trying to exploit control this. Eleven is definitely alive. There's no way they can bring the show back without her, yeah. because everybody fucking loves her. So. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he was he left the waffles in the basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, so so there's clearly alive. Yeah, you know. But, uh, I, I wonder if Will is going to... is That's the first stage of, of evolving into a creature. Like, Yeah. I, I thought about that, too. Like, does, does that eventually pit Will against Eleven at some point? Yeah, that's possible. You know, and, and there's some people, and I don't necessarily... I don't know if this is true, but there's some people that think she is the monster. Like, hmm. that's... But, I like, I don't know about that. But... Um, no, because I mean, we saw when she found it. Yes, she was yeah. scared by it. Uh, I mean, there might be. That's some... what I'm saying. That's why I don't think that's necessarily true. So those people are wrong. Yeah, they're definitely Carl. Wrong. It's Carl, Carl. Again. No, he didn't get that far. He stopped like two or three episodes in. <clears throat> yeah, he really can't judge this show until he's seen. He can't be on until he's seen all eight episodes because I think he'll change his mind if he has any sense whatsoever. Uh, if not, then fuck him. <laughs> He's just wrong. If he if he thinks it's bad after watching all eight episodes, he's he's just he's he's been dropped on his head or something. Clearly. Well, I guess we can now we've alienated your audience and Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that dude in my audience. So you know, but Carl's but awesome. uh, no, I he is. Him. I I love that dude. So um, but uh, so anyway, so. So yeah, it's going to be awesome, man, to see uh, what happens next. Mm. And, and and really, me and Jay have talked about before, just to see what Netflix does next. I mean, because, I mean, this isn't going to be the last like sci-fi horror thing they do because they have all the data that says that horror people who watch horror are, like their most loyal bingers. So well, do they really though? I that's mean, what that's the data I saw that they had released. Was, but okay, you're right. But that other why they in that other series though. Uh, the one I can't remember the freaking name of it. Because we can't remember the freaking name of it. That's why they ended it. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's their fault if we don't remember the name of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, well, or I'm the just, series' fault. Maybe it wasn't that good. I yeah, I mean, I saw one every, episode. Not every single thing they do is gonna hit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. uh, I mean, look at AMC. AMC puts out all kinds of good shit, but they have. I mean, they had a show a couple years ago that I don't even remember what it was called. See again, don't remember, but. Mm-hmm. When they, you know, had all their stuff going on that didn't do very well, but uh, it's gonna happen. But you know, and we'll yeah, see. Yeah, HBO had Carnival, and damn them for taking that away. I yeah. love that show. And Deadwood. Deadwood. Oh, both yeah. of those. Deadwood short was was shitty too. Yeah. But you know, anyways. All right. Well, now we're definitely pandering. So, um, you guys have any final thoughts on Stranger Things? Obviously, we all loved it. So. Yeah, it was great. Highly recommended. Looking forward to the next season. You you figure they probably gotta do it. Pretty quickly, because you know kids age quickly, so yeah, they're, they're, they're probably getting to work right on it. I'm guessing. Yeah, they're saying I think they are. 
And yeah. I think if they do, they should do two and three. They should at least film them back to back. And I can't imagine they're not going to, if they're going to do, t- they're doing two, I can't imagine they're not going to do three, so. Yeah, just work those fucking off. kids to death. Just fucking <laughs> just work them. <laughs> work them until they, they're old and like, like they look like Obama after he gets out of office. Like He looked all fresh-faced when he got in and now he's like, yep. I'm just tired of this shit, guys. Come on. <laughs> Kip Winger won't be thinking about those kids anymore. <laughs> Good callback. <laughs> All right, so now, now, now that our show has had references to Trump and Obama, we've gotten way too political. So I think that's time for us to just roll. So, um, so, anyways. All right. Well, uh, let's get out of here. And uh, yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Leave, leave comments. You know, we answer them all. Me and Jay do at least our. Our new third host doesn't really get into all that quite yet, so we got to start paying him bigger bucks first. But Say hi uh, to yeah, your mom. So leave, <laughs> yeah, so so leave comments and uh, and subscribe on i on iTunes and YouTube and leave us reviews and all that stuff. And uh, fuck you, Carl. All right, see you guys later. Bye. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>